You're listening to the Hello CEO podcast. I'm your host, Alora Rochelle. As a wedding photographer turned business coach, I've learned a ton of lessons while building a six-figure wedding photography business. If you're an overwhelmed photographer seeking ways to scale your business by spending less time and making more money, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable tips and strategies all about mindset, marketing, and sales so you can grow a profitable photography business like a CEO without the hustle and the overwhelm. Are you ready? Let's dive in. guys, I am so excited for today's guest. She is another one of my star students inside of the program, The Wedding CEO. And we're just going to be talking a little bit of how her business has transformed in less than six months. And it has been incredible because the amount of wins that she was getting in her first like two to three months, I couldn't even keep track. Like my stories were always updating with like her wins. So we have Fern today. And Fern, do you want to like introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your business and what it looked like before you joined the program. Yeah. So my name is Fern. It's spelled like PH, but it sounds like the plant. I am based here in Grand Rapids. I've been here pretty much my entire life. I was born in the Philippines and I lived there for the first five, six years of my life before we moved here. I fell into photography when I was in high school. And if we include that time, that I was practicing in the field. It's been 10 years. So that is crazy. And then before I went full-time into photography, I was a pharmacy technician. And it was, you know, it paid the bills, but I was miserable. (laughs) You know the story. (laughs) And after the pandemic hit and I was considered an essential worker, I was working 60 hours a week and I was just burnt out. And I was also trying to keep up and do photography too, because it was something that kept me on the creative side and, you know, sparked my joy. And after the pandemic hit and all that was going down, I just decided one day, literally I woke up and I'm like, you know, if I'm going to explore this, my twenties is a good time to do it. I was, you know, 22 at the time, maybe 23, but I had just bought a house too. So it wasn't like I was, you know, really needing that income for anything. So I was like, I might as well just do it. And I did it. And I did it in the middle of COVID. And I'm like, if it doesn't work, then maybe we'll try again later. But if it succeeds during this time in our world during the pandemic, then I think it's something worth pursuing. So I took off running. And my first year was everything that I thought it was it was going to be. And I didn't plan for that second year, <laughs> which was last year. So that was like a tough wake up call because it wasn't as easy as it was my first year. And it was because after gaining all that experience, I needed to raise my pricing. And I had such a hard time doing that. And I didn't know how to raise my pricing and then add value and get people to see the value in the work that I do and the effort that I put in and the expertise and all of that stuff. Because realistically, clients don't see the back end stuff. They see that you take pictures and then they see what you post. And that's pretty much it. But so much goes into especially wedding photography, all the backups that you have to have just in case something happens. And yeah, so... After the year that I had last year, I actually made less than I did my first full year full time. And 
that was super discouraging. And another student that I had previously worked with before, and I follow her on Instagram, she had posted a story about the wedding CEO. And I went ahead and kind of checked it out. And I'm like, I know her and I know that we have similar personalities. I know that we have similar work, work ethics. And if she can do it, I can do it too. And ever since I signed up, I had a record breaking January. And in January's booked projects, the value of my book projects was 30, well, $29,000, but... <laughs> You had a 30K month? Yeah. You did not tell us. Yes. So I literally booked every single call that I had hopped on. I probably had double the inquiries coming in, but the people that I got on a call with, I was able to book them. And yeah, it was an incredible month. And my mind was absolutely blown away. And I'm like, I didn't know that this was possible. And I, and this was after I had doubled my pricing, I was booking $5,000 packages. And that to me was like insane because I, you know, a year ago I was struggling to book my $2,500 package, you know? So it's been quite a few couple months here. <laughs> I mean, well, you said like before we press record, because I'm like, wait, 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 you're talking too much. We got to press record. Yeah. You said... <laughs> You said your highest package was like 3,200, everything in the kitchen sink. Like that was the highest. It had everything in it. And so now you're charging so much more and you're not working as hard as you did. And you're probably making more because I mean, okay, can we just dive into how in the world did you make less last year? Was it like, I'm confused, but also so delighted that you were able probably to make almost half of what you made last year already. So I think the biggest issue was the first year that I did like my wedding season, my highest package was 2,800 and that was like everything. And so I just booked so much that I think I was able to make that much. And I was willing to go through all of that. Mm -hmm. And then the second year I raised my prices just like a little bit and then didn't get as much like clients because I didn't know how to like speak to my ideal client. I didn't really even know if I that I had an ideal client. I just mm. wanted to book everybody that inquired. So mm. I think that's been like the biggest difference because everybody that's booked with me, they're excited to work with me. They know like my processes, li- literally everything is on my website, like step-by-step, step, like what it's going to be like to work with me. And I think that's been like a huge difference too, because I'm the kind of person, like I'm getting married this year. So I'm looking for vendors and all that stuff. And there's a lot of vendors that don't offer a lot of information on their websites. And mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person that's like, well, I need to know these things before I even inquire because I don't want to waste your time and I don't want to waste my time. So learning all of that through the wedding CEO, I've just kind of info, dump, not dumped. It's very organized. My designers have been really great, but um, there's a lot of good info on my website where they can kind of click on Normally people click on investment first. And then if they like what they see, they're like, okay, maybe I want to work with this person. At the very bottom of that page, there's an about me and then like a link to what it's like to work with me. So Mm -hmm. they can kind of click around just depending on what information they're looking for. 
Yeah. I was going to ask, what tools do you think? Because I know that there's like five major modules inside the program, but like what tools do you think really helped you be able to make almost 30K? We're just going to call it 30K, like 29,000. Yeah. You probably booked a lifestyle session and didn't know it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But what tools would you say were the most helpful to get you to like close the sale and hone in on your messaging and make sure your website is in check? Like, yeah, please tell. So I think the biggest thing that I have used just in calls is the, I can't remember what the module is called, but it's got like the phone conversation plan where you map out how yes. your conversation is going to go. Yeah. The sales so, call script. Yes. Yeah. So it's not really a script though. It's like more of a guide. Mm-hmm. And that has helped me a ton because I take what they give me and their inquiry and I formulate questions and I'm like, this is what I'm going to ask first, this and this, and then ask them what they're looking for. And then after they tell me what they're looking for, I'm going to say, oh, this is what I'm offering. Mm. Make sure that that need of yours is met. And that that sales call module has been it's been fantastic. (laughs) I feel like a lot of the times like you have all the pieces, but it's like and I say this all the time, like you can have marketing, you can have all the clients and the leads, but if they're not booking, mm-hmm. like you're getting, that's not the marketing problem. People are like, oh, I just need marketing. I'm like, no, that's sales. But mm-hmm. once you learn how to close all of those leads, like you did, then yeah. you're making so much money. You're like, what in the world is happening? What did I, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> yeah, and it's something so simple too, mm-hmm. that I just never would have even thought would have made a difference, but it it does. And like, and I'm a very like anxious person. I like to know where things are going, what the plan is for the day. And like knowing where that conversation is going to go and that knowing that I have control of the conversation, essentially, like makes me feel better and makes me, I think, appear more confident mm-hmm. when I'm talking to them too. Yeah, which exudes your authority and your professionalism. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, she's going to take care of us. She yeah. has answered every question. I mean... Like sales is serving. I know it sounds like so generic, but it really is. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, okay. So you said you booked, how many weddings did you book your first year? Because I know you have a daughter too, right? Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, that was like super tough, especially very first like wedding season that I did during COVID. I did between 25 and 30 weddings. And my second year, I probably did around 25 and somehow made less. And I don't know if that was the, and I know that I did like deals too. I did like a wedding giveaway, which was insane. Now that I'm thinking about it, never do that. (laughs) The value, the value. (laughs) Yes. So I did a lot of like giveaways, like half off stuff and it did not help me. And like, while it did get me the work, I was burnt out. I wasn't Mm. feeling inspired. I wasn't serving these people the way that they needed to be like served. And yeah, I'm feeling more confident in my clients that I have now and the work that I do. Yeah. And do you feel like you're able to book less and make more? Because I feel like as a mom, it's like, okay, I need to make sure I have this many days, weekends, months, you know, available for Mm -hmm. my family. It's, it's like, we have to juggle so much, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure it's just as important. Yeah. So last year, I worked almost every weekend in the summer. Double wedding weekend. It's, it was ridiculous. And that was really, really tough because she's on summer break. Like yeah. she doesn't have school to keep her company all week. And then I'm editing all week. I'm just, you know. So yeah. that was really tough for me as a mom mentally to just you know, sit up, try and sit at my computer to edit. And she's, you know, downstairs just playing by herself. And mm-hmm. so this year, 
one of my goals was to not take any of my own weddings all summer. And so my wedding season actually starts in August, which was exciting because I love the fall, like end of summer, like wedding stuff. And I had two weddings booked. So one in June and one in July. And I had booked those before I made that decision. But I'm still honoring those weddings. But other than those two, I'm not taking any of my own clients for those months. And I'm honestly really excited. <laughs> like business boundaries, like people have no idea how life-changing that is. Mm-hmm. Because when you're able to be like, I am doing this, but I'm not doing this. One, you feel like you have more control, which makes you feel at ease. Mm-hmm. But two, it's like the business isn't running you anymore. And now that you're charging more, you can make up that decision. Versus if you're making way less than half of that, you'd have to book four weddings just to make that one wedding that you're, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's mind blowing how the change is from becoming like an employee or a hustler to a CEO. Yeah. So, okay. You've had a lot of wins inside of the program. Yes. <laughs> and I, I, I told her earlier, I was like, I can't keep track. So you're just going to have to tell me, but what wins have you had inside of the program that you feel like have changed the trajectory of your business so far in the past few months? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, January was a record month. I did $30,000 in the value of my books projects for this year. And actually at the end of my first quarter, I've made 75% of the income that I made last year. 75? I had another five figure month in March. What? Yeah. These are not in the winds. You and Savannah Michaela are all getting in trouble. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just forget, you know. (laughs) I'm so successful. (laughs) (laughs) I try to remember to put them, but you know, sometimes I didn't even realize that I had a five-figure month until after my bookkeeper sent me my numbers. I'm like, oh, that's nice to know. (laughs) It's going good. It's going good. We're making money. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. And then I know when you joined, you were like putting the, you were putting the finishing touches on your rebrand Yeah. and you filled out the deep dive guide, which nobody I really did. hardly, you finished in like a day or two. And I was I like, I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was, excited. but it was so good because you were able to come up with your tagline. And I was like, girl, your whole story, like looking at your guide, I was like, this is who you are. It's on yeah. paper. Yeah. Do you feel like that was like that really helped you really understand like why you were doing this, who you wanted to serve even more than you already did? Yeah. So that questionnaire from you really came at a really good time because my I did a whole rebrand. I changed my name, my website, and the web designers that were working on my website, they were about to put the copy on my website. And I'm pretty sure I deleted that document because it's embarrassing to know what I would have put <laughs> on there. But after I had filled out your sheet on like my brand voice and my brand pillars, I completely changed everything. And I like had to email them I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, but can I please change? Because this was due to them before they started the web design. Right. So, yeah. I very last minute and they were so sweet about it, but very last minute, I was like, can I please change it? Like I'm taking a class. And <laughs> I need I need all of this to change because this is cringy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that is usually like website designers get so upset when you change copy because they design it around the copy. But that's amazing. And when I looked at your rebrand, I was like, her bubbly, beautiful personality is all over this site. And I think like that messaging alone, the clients were like, we already know who she is and we just want to book her. You know what I mean? Like, 
they already made that decision on the website. You did an excellent job with that. I And actually, a lot of the people that have booked me have commented on my website. See? So yeah, it really all ties together. And that was one of the first things that I had told my web design. I'm like, listen, I know neutrals and minimalistic is like in right now, but it's really not me. I need it to be colorful. I need it mm. to be bright and like kind of loud and like extroverted, you know? <laughs> oh, it's so fun. And I think that's what differentiated you because I do not associate your website with anything else. It's like, that's literally her. And so you can probably eventually charge whatever you want because nobody can place your website next to somebody and be like, hmm, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like the difference is in price. Like, no, she's, you're literally getting this girl, like her experience, her personality, like everything that you see is right here. I just, I loved it. I was like, she gets it. I was like, she gets it. I was like, done, class dismissed. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I just, I love that. Yeah, I'm so excited that your clients love it. And I think the messaging was like cherry on the top. Like, so my tagline that I had come up with, it's your humanity is safe here. I never would have thought about that if you hadn't pushed those questions. Like, what was your relationship with your parents? Like, what did you think Mm. love was when you were growing up? This and that. And through like the unload, it was almost therapeutic. Yeah, you did say this You're like, this is therapy on paper. (laughs) Like literally through like the unloading and all of the word dumping that I was doing and just like trying to answer your question, I was like, oh, wait a second. That that line that I just wrote, like, that's really good. Like, we're going to do something with that, you know? So it was really good for me to have done that. I feel like that needs to be like your team merch, like (laughs) tagline, because it's it's so good. Oh, so... What would you say that your plans are like beyond for for the rest of the year? Like, what are your plans? What are your biggest goals and dreams? Getting married. I mean, there's so much going on. So I want to eventually like have an associate photographer under me, someone who I train, someone I that works just with me that will book, you know, weddings with me, through me, all that good stuff. I think that'll be a really good addition. I would really like to have that solidified by the end of this year. But because I'm wedding planning, I just don't know. Another big thing for me is I would like to have this wedding without feeling like we're crunching for money, you know? Mm -hmm. And I still want to be able to go enjoy like our mini honeymoon after we get married and not feel like I have to get back here and get back to work right away. Yeah. And then a big thing too that I've learned through this program is outsourcing. That has been a huge like time saver for me. And I kind of feel like I have my life back a little bit because let me tell you, trying to photograph sessions, weddings, culling, editing, and then on top of it, try to do your own bookkeeping. It doesn't work. (laughs) And I've outsourced that and I've actually hired somebody and you know, it's worth it. (laughs) It's worth it for me every month not have to spend another 30 hours to figure all that stuff out because I'm not an expert on that. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take me twice as long to do it versus just paying someone to do it. And you don't want to go to jail. That's what I always say. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I know if I did my own numbers, I'd just wind up in jail. So better than do it. This year, I'm hoping... With a little bit of planning, I would like to officially also hire like a virtual assistant for yes, girl. Yeah. And 
other than that, I haven't really thought much into 2024 yet. Those are really great goals. You basically are like wanting to live your life on autopilot. (laughs) I am tired of the hustle. Okay. Mm. I've done it since I was when I, as as soon as I could work when I was 15, Mm. I'm done. (laughs) It's been 10 years. I'm done. (laughs) I'm just going to roll back, make the money and sit down. Right. Right. The amount of hours that I got back, the first thing I outsourced was my editing. And the amount of hours that I got back, I was like, wait, me and my daughter can like go to the park during the weekday. I'm not. So when I went full time and like people were talking about outsourcing their editing, Mm -hmm. I was like, absolutely not. Like (laughs) that doesn't make it my work. I am not going to deliver, you know, someone else's work to my clients. But it's really not like that at all, because literally these editors, they'll mimic the edits that you have. And like you send them anchor images and all that stuff. And after I I like kind of understood that, I'm like, oh, I guess that's like a little bit more different than what I thought it was going to be. And I've outsourced a couple at weddings, not a couple. It's been more than a couple, but several weddings last year. And honestly, I was amazed at how close they even got it. And it's not even like I get the gallery back and then I send it to my client right away. Mm -hmm. I still make the tweaks and whatever that I need to. I still go through every single picture. And if there's something that my eye is catching that, you know, maybe the editor didn't, I can still fix that. So yeah, that has been a a huge eye opener for me too. And something that gave me a lot of my time back. It is exactly what I thought too. I was like, nobody can be me. I'm the best editor on the planet. But I don't know. We just get like, it's like our pictures are our babies, you know? But I also learned too that I'm the one taking the photo. Like Mm -hmm. the work is mine. Mm -hmm. And the edits are mine because I'll edit like a hundred anchor images, like in Mm -hmm. every light situation to where they're like, I literally know what to do for every light situation. Yeah. And you're still in control and you get to look at them when they deliver them. You're still in control. Your clients aren't getting bamboozled, but you are getting 30 hours back of your time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then for a couple of uh, weddings this year, this happened a little bit sooner than what I thought would happen, but I did end up getting to use an associate photographer for one wedding this year and then one like micro wedding this year. So that one was really, it was a little nerve wracking, but I am confident in the person that I've chosen to care of this job for me. Yes. That is the hardest part too. We talked about like having a team, everyone's like, oh yeah, it's so great. And then you like have to give them stuff to do. And you're like, the trust issues are hard. But once you get through that, you have to realize that like, you're just training them. Like you just Mm -hmm. keep coaching them into it giving them feedback, you know, all that other great stuff, which I think you're going to be really great. You're already a mom. Like you already know how to talk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) I try anyway. (laughs) But yeah, that all sounds great. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with anybody that's like thinking of joining? I know you joined because you were like, I just want a 30K month. I think that's what you said, right? You're like, yeah, Savannah, Savannah had one. I wanted it too. <laughs> yeah, I just want a 30K month. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what questions would you have for somebody that's like on the fence or if they want to join, maybe similar like you, like they're a mom, they're tired of the hustle, they just want a successful business, but also a life. What would you say to them? 
I would say that if you had the means to invest in it right now, I would not hesitate because I guarantee you, if you put in the work and you do the worksheets and you follow the classes, you will make your investment back. I made my investment back eight times over in January. Oh my like, God. <laughs> It was a tough jump for me because I had those doubts saying, well, maybe she did it, but what if Mm -hmm. I am not capable of doing that? You Mm -hmm. know, and you really just don't know until it happens to you. And I never in a million years would have thought that I would have the run that I have now. (laughs) So I'm like flabbergasted. Like, (laughs) yeah. Me too. <laughs> because like you joined in December and, and made a 30K month in, was it January? Yeah. Like, can we talk about a two month transformation, people? December was really tough for me and my family because I had just finished putting $4,000 into my website and then having to put the money down for this. And I like told my fiance, Austin, I'm like, listen, I know, I know I'm asking <laughs> for a lot right now. <laughs> and like, I know we just got engaged. I know we just had to pay our deposit for a photographer. And so there were all these financial things that were not going well for us in December. And Mm. like, thank goodness that he had so much faith in me because I'm pretty sure he believed in me more than I did. Like we got to try. And yeah, it really, really paid off because January, like I said, was a fantastic month. He was probably like, what are you guys learning in that program? (laughs) Right. Witchcraft, you know? (laughs) This doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, But yeah, that's all amazing. And I think I just did an interview with Michaela and Savannah and they're just like, yeah, our husbands want to start businesses now. They're like believers. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It's so great. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, thank you so much, Fern, for coming on the podcast this has been amazing. I want you to come back towards the end of the year because, oh my gosh, what in I the world? I would love to. Oh, oh my gosh. Cute. Now I got to work even harder to like... <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not till August. <laughs> Boundaries. Right. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. And everybody else, I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Wait, don't go yet. I just wanted to let you know that the doors to the waitlist for the Wedding CEO program are finally open. This is the first time that we have launched the Wedding CEO with a special waitlist bonus. I'm going to be offering a private group website audit. So let me tell you about it. You're going to get a full workshop with me on how to make sure that your website is converting and attracting those ideal clients. I'm talking like we're going to break down every single structure of your website and if it's attracting or repelling your dream clients. I will personally review every website live so you can make changes now and get to work immediately after joining the program. Yes, that's right. I am taking you behind the scenes on what it really takes to have a thriving, successful business with the first impression that you're ever going to give your clients, and that's your website. So that being said, join the waitlist. If you enroll while we are launching this waitlist bonus, you will automatically be given an invitation to this private call as well as the replay sent to you afterwards. I am so excited to help you on this journey and to be able to share all of my knowledge that I have held over the past decade on how to have a converting website that got my business over a half a million dollars in revenue. All right, CEOs, I will see you in the next episode and in the waitlist.